Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. Did he say live? Yes, baby. I said all the way live. From the Jam Studios over here in the beautiful city of any Oklahoma. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. This podcast game is a trip, dude. It's a motherfucking trip, man. Because I see shit all the time, and I'm always wanting to get on the mic and fucking talk about it. I'm, man, I'm one of the most talkative motherfuckers on the planet. Guilty as charged. And as I've said before, I definitely want to do more talking in the future. But I also want to take this moment and say thank you uh, to all of my fans. Everyone that has ever listened to the Joe Moffat Show, whether it was one episode or, that, or, or all 100 of the shows that we've done. Yes, I just we just hit the 100 mark as far as on recording and content. Not necessarily episodes of the show. We're going to hit that somewhere around... Uh, July, when we hit that 100 mark. Um, right now, we're right around somewhere in the 80s, and I might throw in a couple of double shows here and there just to, you know, help us hit that mark a little faster. But um, I wouldn't have made it past 50 if it wasn't for you guys, um, if it wasn't for people like uh, the Hippie Pixie, um, of course, Grumpy Penguin, uh, the Drunken Dork, everybody with Pardon Family, everybody. Carter family um and just just my fans in general my family my friends all of my folks on facebook um the entire city of san francisco that i have never visited but i swear to god i will be making my way out there as quickly as fucking possible (laughs) do you hear me i am san francisco nigga i am coming to san francisco you might as well get that shit ready Alright, I ain't putting it on my cal I ain't put it on the calendar yet, but I'm telling you, I'm on my goddamn way. Trust and believe San Francisco. Uh shit. Mountain View, California for that matter. San Antonio, Texas, Houston, Texas, Bryan, Texas, Orange, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, of course City at home and either Oklahoma, Lake Charles, Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana, nigga, Florida, California, Colorado, Michigan, Minnesota. And then we jumping fucking overseas. Nigga, I got a motherfucking fan in Saudi Arabia that is listening to every episode. And I can see you listening, Pimpin', and I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. You guys really, truly don't have any idea how much it means to me for people to take a little time out of their day and listen to my foolishness, okay? Um, It saddens me to say that eventually I will have to charge you motherfuckers for this, but... Right now, we're going to have some good old, clean, free fun. Um, well, not really clean. We're definitely going to get a little dirty. Because uh, dirty is my business, and business is fucking excellent. So, how was everybody's weekend? <laughs> Mine was pretty uneventful. And it was my birthday weekend, too. But it was actually, my, my, I made my weekend uneventful. For my birthday for a week, for a reason. We kind of had, I, I've, I've had a bit of a long month. 
um, th this last month has really been a a, a whirlwind for me. And, and not just because of a, a particular situation that happens, but, you know, as I've talked about in the past, um, I do have some issues when it comes to uh, depression and things of those natures. And, and I talk about it fluently because I want you guys to know what's up. And I, I also talk about it because if there's ever anybody who listens to my show and has those same ailments, I don't want you to feel like you have to keep that secret or, you know, you, you can't express that to someone and then that motherfucker should be able to just shut the fuck up and understand that you going through some shit. Well, nigga, I was going through some shit last month, you know? And, uh, I've, uh, the clouds have cleared out. Um, we're doing a lot better now. So, um, there it is. Plus, you know, of course you guys know, um, we are now part of the autonomy, uh, multimedia family. We've been helping them get, uh, some of their current acts, that are a bit more established, uh, rolling and going. And in the midst of that as well, we're going to be working on doing some new things for uh, my show as well. And, of course, get my ass out on the road. Uh, so shout out to them guys over there. This includes um, a couple of artists, particularly uh, Jake Bowers, Vince Alton, um, and uh, many, other, many others. But, you know, like I said, it... it, it if you ever catch yourself, you know, I, I have a lot on my plate here lately. I have the show. I have a job where I'm, I kill myself every day, nonstop. I'm not going to lie. You know, I don't even take breaks at my job. And if I do, I usually have somebody standing there to tell me that my break is unwarranted. So I don't get a fucking break at my damn job. And whether it's a TV, whether it's a generator, whether whatever it is that I'm having to lift and the shit that I'm having to do, I, I get it done because that's what we all about. You understand what I'm saying? My mama taught her baby to get it done, which another thing I'd like to mention as well is I did have a, I know you guys have we've talked about my mom in the past and everything. And, you know, I love my mother to death. And we actually had a very good conversation this weekend, which also made me feel a lot better. Um, so shout out to moms. I know she may not listen to this, but shout out to you moms. Uh, please don't listen. To I'm rich, biatch. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, yo, you stay away from that one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as I was saying, I said it was a pretty uneventful weekend. I know some people had a pretty eventful weekend out there in the goddamn Bahamas. First of all, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, if and you ever go into a situation where there's a nigga running the show, and with benounced to that nigga that there are no other niggas around him that are taking part in this show, there's a good fucking chance that your ass is about to go into some shit you really don't want to deal with, okay? They were sitting there talking about going to a goddamn bohemian island with fucking Ja Rule and Blink-182. Two sets of motherfuckers who ain't had a hit since 2005. Why the fuck? Nigga, remember when we was talking about irrelevant motherfuckers a few other, a few months ago? Remember when Chris Brown's stupid ass got in trouble and we was asking why the fuck this nigga was fucking with Ray J? Nigga, if you got two to twelve thousand motherfucking dollars, why the fuck you gonna go spend your money to go see an irrelevant nigga in concert? Really, really? It, who the fuck was thinking this shit through to go see Ja Rule of all people? On a goddamn island in the middle of the motherfucking Bahamas. Nigga, for real? 
They say this shit was supposed to be on a private, secluded island that was just up the motherfucking street from a resort, bitch. Really? Did nobody not Google where the fuck this shit was? Nigga, we got Google Maps that will show you shit all over the fucking world. I can pull up Google Maps right now and look down from Google Maps from my house on my fucking phone and see a nigga doing some crazy shit over in fucking Brazil. Okay? That's how the fuck Google Maps works. Okay? So it don't make no motherfucking sense. It blows my mind that none of these motherfuckers thought, let's pan over and see what kind of pictures we can see of the landscape or the shit that we going into. And then maybe just maybe these motherfuckers would have been able to see what the fuck they was getting into. How the fuck? You got a Sandals Resort up the street and you got a bunch of broke motherfuckers on this side of the street. Why the fuck didn't they just have a damn event at Sandals? Ta-da! They were supposed to have luxury bungalows and shit. And, and in the bungalows, they supposed to have drinks and all this fancy food from one fucking ship. That's the other thing they had a problem with. How the fuck you find, hire one nigga to do all that cooking for all these people? Hmm. The chef didn't show up so nobody could cook no goddamn food. You mean to tell me not one of you motherfuckers know how to scramble an egg, peel out some bacon and some toast, nigga, for real? Seriously? Your ass got access to two to twelve thousand motherfucking dollars to go to a goddamn concert and your bitch ass can't crack a fucking egg, bitch? Wow. I guess that's why broke niggas like me don't get to go off to private islands and spend off bullshit amounts of money for no goddamn reason other than to have to spend more money to sue this motherfucker because of the way he fucked me over out of the first round of money that he gave my ass. Did you see the damn styrofoam containers with the cheese and the bread? Where the fuck was the beef? Could they not go fishing and get some catfish and some hot oil in this motherfucker for real? Nigga, we'd have to, if my black ass would have been running that goddamn event, not enough, we'd still be out there partying right motherfucking now. This is the difference between bitch niggas though and real niggas though. Bitch niggas don't know how to get it done. A real nigga would have known how to get it done. Baby, we'd have had concerts, we'd have had strippers, we'd have had all kind of motherfucking shit. But what did they do? They get a nigga, they money to what? A bitch nigga. Not a real nigga. How many times? And white folks, y'all really got to be careful with dealing with bitch niggas. Because bitch niggas will fuck y'all over and y'all won't even know. White people get fucked over by white bitch niggas all the time. That's the reason why I know for a show that y'all can get fucked over by a bitch ass nigga rope. And your ass won't even know. Until you done sent this motherfucker $12,000 and you waiting on your paperwork to come in so your stupid ass can get your inheritance from your Nigerian motherfucking cousin that died 27 motherfucking years ago. Do you not realize that places like Nigeria is going through a fucking drought and they gonna contact your black ass by email to give you some money, bitch? that what we're doing here folks so we really falling that goddamn deep into the rabbit hole shit half of the motherfuckers who paid for that goddamn concert was just trying to take a moment to get the fuck out of america and quit listening to that bullshit we have to put up with here god damn Jesus, nigga, you can't turn on a fucking newscast without somebody taking this shit on donald trump granted this nigga deserves it but damn, do we got the shit on this nigga every day? Does it gotta be a daily shit on this nigga? Is there nothing else we can shit on this nigga about?
Really? We know he sucks. I got an idea. Let's go shit on the motherfuckers who voted his ass in. Let's get them motherfuckers a little taste of this shit. Them retarded bastards. I'm sitting here reading some shit today on Facebook. Well, I swear, I, I want to delete my Facebook account so goddamn bad. If it wasn't for the fucking show, and if it wasn't for fucking autonomy, I'd have deleted my goddamn Facebook shit. Because I, I am so sick of fucking getting on Facebook, I don't know what to do. I literally saw a nigga take defense of two police officers getting cussed out by two niggas who was pulled over, and the police officers still ain't been able to tell them what the fuck they bothering these fools for. Ain't nobody said shit. Fucking police just standing there, ha, 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 ha. This nigga sitting here, man, fuck you and the badge you wear. These niggas is talking cash motherfucking money shit. And these police sitting here playing 20 questions. Oh, are you in a gang? Bitch, are you are you gang task force, motherfucker? <laughs> shit, them niggas was going back and forth with them goddamn police officers. And they had them on camera the whole time. The funny part about them having them on camera was because when they had them on camera, the police had to act right. Oh. See, that's the part of the video that the motherfuckers who were sitting there talking shit on Facebook didn't realize. Find that goddamn video. Look at these motherfuckers. This nigga come up talking about his disdain, his disgust of how these police officers will talk to each other, will talk to. Let me let you in on a little secret, chief. He was talking about how public service should be treated. The bitch at the DMV is a motherfucking public service. And I promise you, if that hoe don't get my goddamn paperwork ready so I can renew my fucking driver's license, I will fuck that bitch up. Okay? I hate going to the fucking DMV. Those are public motherfucking servants. Are we supposed to kiss their ass too? Hmm. I'll kiss my garbage man's ass before I'll kiss a cop's ass. I ain't gonna kiss a cop's ass just for shits and giggles because he got a fucking badge, nigga. That was a choice. You decided to go and do that. You walked your ass in there and said, hi, I want to be a police officer. <laughs> you signed up to take one in the ass. So don't be sitting me in there. No. I'll respect you for being a good person and a great human being. I will never respect a motherfucker for the type of job that they choose to take. I could see if a motherfucker was coming around and knocking on niggas' doors and, and, and randomly picking motherfuckers out to say, okay, you, 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 and you. All four of y'all asses got to be police officers. Then I could see, well, damn, man, you know, that's pretty brave that they stepped up, you know. But no, your motherfucking ass walked in there and, and filled out an application and, and had an interview, took a piss test, went to goddamn training, and then instantly came out and started fucking with niggas. I ain't got no respect for your sorry ass. You come out and instantly start fucking with young people. I ain't got no respect for your sorry ass. Because guess what, black people? White folks get jailed too. And it's usually in the form of their damn children. And you don't hear about this shit that much because white folks like sweeping shit under the rug. They don't want their business out in the motherfucking street. Every time a nigga look at a goddamn police officer, we getting that shit on footage nowadays. Shit, man, you got to. Because if you don't, you'll fuck around and miss something. We ain't putting a camera in a cop's face nowadays. That, that is the biggest difference between living... And dying, as far as being black in America, when associating with police officers, okay? We can go back. We can go back to DWB. We all remember DWB. If you've never heard DWB, go back and listen to DWB. 
That was one of my goddamn best episodes that I've done. Check out DWB, Driving Wild Black. And give me that same explanation about them niggas cussing out them damn cops in Tulsa. Talking about, oh, we need to be more respectful. Now, nah, people just not to be getting fucked with from time to time. And we can be more fucking respectable. I wanted to respect that officer who had the nerve and audacity to fucking pull me over because I touched the fog line. I'm still beckoning and asking the question, what is the fog line? But yet you want to sit here and talk about police getting fucking pulling over niggas and getting cussed out. And we supposed to respect these fucking police. Fuck you and them police. Like I said before, they human goddamn beings. They volunteered to take the position that they are in. And I'm not going to sit here and kiss their ass for their volunteering ship. Fuck you. Fuck you. No. I will respect them as human beings no more, no less. We need to stop respecting people for what the fuck they do on a goddamn paycheck and start respecting motherfuckers for simply being human beings. And then maybe, just maybe, you won't find it so easy to sit here and go out and cut somebody or kill somebody or stab somebody just because you're having a bad fucking day. It's been a rash of that shit going on at, at goddamn University of Texas, all over Dallas, Arlington, Fort Worth. We had three, four fucking stabbings in the last few days. There was a stabbing at my stepdaughter's school the other day, y'all. Y'all don't understand how much fucking shit your boy didn't been through, man. Girl jumps out and stabs her boyfriend. And they, you know, every time something, you know, a few weeks ago, they already had to lock the school down because a crazy motherfucker killed the sheriff. Now you sitting there having a crazy bitch stabbing her fucking boyfriend, but every time you hear this shit as a parent, as the person that I am, and I'm sitting here and that my child is someone where danger lurks, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? We have no more, there's no longer a sense of human life. There's no longer a sense of, of, of understanding that we are humans. We are people. We have to love one another, care for one another, look out for one another. We're too busy trying to fuck each other over and then eventually killing each other in the fucking process. I'm sitting here and, and it's, it's proven every day in the goddamn news. It is proven every motherfucking day. Grown man trying to do his goddamn job. Adam Jones, baseball player. All this boy wanted to do was play baseball. He grew up playing baseball. Why a black man want to play baseball? I have no fucking idea. Baseball is the boringest fucking game that I've ever fucking played in my fucking life. But yet and still, this nigga enjoyed playing baseball. And he loves it. He got good at it. And he goes out there and he does his fucking job. From my understanding, he's also a good person and a good kid. He don't get no shit. He only got maybe one or two baby mamas. He stay in his lane. He do his fucking job. So explain to me why motherfuckers felt <coughs> the need to call him a nigga and everything else at this fucking ballpark. I have no fucking clue. <coughs> you know, sometimes some of you motherfuckers be calling the wrong ones niggas. Not everybody enjoys being called a nigga. And certainly not nobody that's at their job, handling their business, not wanting to be fucked with, trying to entertain your sorry ass. Sports stars, movie stars, entertainers, actors, that's a part of their damn job. We are in a special league of having a talent that can possibly bring us positive attention and in turn bring positive outlooks towards people who enjoy our talent. You understand what I'm saying? So this nigga was doing his job, which is expressing his talent, and he get called a nigga 50 times for it. 
Now, he probably make million, two million, possibly three million, maybe even four million dollars a year. I got called a nigga for twelve dollars an hour. Okay? So I assure you, it probably stings just as hard at twelve dollars an hour than it stings at three, four million dollars a year. The shit stings none the fucking less. Me personally, I could take it a little bit more at three, four million dollars a year. I probably wouldn't give a fuck. You know, to be called a nigga and have to motherfucking stay at work and do my goddamn job, that's a bit of a, a bit much. If I'm making a three, four million dollars, you can call me many niggas you want. If I'm making twelve dollars an hour, I'm really debating if I'm gonna whoop your ass or not. Cause if I got the capabilities of finding this twelve dollar an hour job, I'm more than sure I'm willing to got the capabilities of finding another twelve dollar an hour job. You know, niggas fuck up in the NFL and in basketball and in football and another nigga might not, shit, they always looking up. They always looking sideways at every other nigga that come in. The funny part about it is they'll look sideways at Deshaun Watson, but then let Joe Mixon walk right the fuck in the building. What kind of fucking shit is going on in Cincinnati? What was they thinking? You don't draft a nigga where everybody paying attention to your motherfucking ass draft this motherfucking nigga. No. If I was Joe Mixon, I wouldn't go change my motherfucking name. There wasn't nobody that known. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker literally sat there. The Cincinnati Bengals, they fucked up because they drafted his ass. They never should have drafted his ass. They should have picked him up unrestricted, and he'd have been all right. They probably wouldn't even have noticed until the season started. And usually when the season starts, as a uh, NFL fan myself, I don't give a fuck what else is going on around the team? The motherfuckers better be in their practice unit. They better be doing their goddamn job. And they better be ready to go out Sunday so we can get the goddamn game won and take our ass to the Super Bowl. That's how I think when football season going on. Outside of football season, if, say, a Ray Rice or a Joe Mixon might sock a bitch in the face, I'm going to pay attention to that shit like, oh, my God, what did that bitch do to make that nigga hit that bitch in the face? Because unless this nigga was just a crazy motherfucker whacking bitches in the face, on a regular basis, then I can say, yeah, he's a crazy motherfucker that whacks bitches in the face. We know this. Okay? He's a crazy motherfucker who whacks bitches in the face. Back in the 70s, there were niggas, and white men for that matter. Well, white men went back as far as the fucking 1820s. Them crazy motherfuckers. But particularly niggas in the 70s, you saw these crazy-ass niggas that would go fucking nuts on a bitch and would, like, beat their ass, and this bitch wouldn't know nothing else but to go back with this motherfucker. You know, I'm be honest with you. It's kind of hard to feel sorry for a person who's got beat on by a man if she's still with that goddamn man. It's hard for me to feel sorry for Janae Rice when Janae Rice is still with Ray Rice. You understand what I'm saying? It's kind of goddamn bit of a hard pill to swallow. Joe Mixon never was dating a chick that he knocked the fuck out of. Furthermore, that bitch was talking cash, motherfucking money, shit to this nigga to his face. Now, I've had a many a bit. I've had bitches slap me before. And not never, ever, never will I put my hands on a woman in the offense of hurting or harming them for the benefit of if, if they piss me off or as some fit of anger. You know what I'm saying? You know, if if a bitch needed an alibi and she wasn't to give me a blowjob to help her create an alibi, eh, I've been involved in some shit like that before. You know, that, you know. That, that's in the realm of helping. And that's a whole nother story entirely. But, you know, we have so many. We, we It's bad enough we put so much faith in these sports stars. Because, you know, like what I was saying earlier, you know, I talk like I'm on the fucking team. 
You know, because we and you always hear a sports fan and say they say we. I'm gonna tell you why you say we. A lot of y'all say we because you feel you're a part of the team. You feel you're a part of the organization. You feel that because you spent money buying uniforms or buying jerseys and buying shirts and buying hats that you are a part of the experience. And I can say the same damn thing because my wall is covered in hats, pennants. I got I got two jerseys in the closet. Uh, and, you know, hats out the wazoo. All kinds of shit now. You know what I'm saying? I even got some goddamn socks with J.J. Watt on them, okay? I'm a huge Texans fan. So we say we because we feel like we're a part of it because when they go in a uniform, we put on our fucking uniform and we standing right there with them. You know what I'm saying? We have more motherfuckers who believe in sports teams together than they can. I could, You could put a racist, you could put a Black Panther, and a goddamn Ku Klux Klan motherfucker. In the same team's jersey, put them in the same room. Now, and do that, and them motherfuckers will get along until the end of that game. Because what happened at the end of that game? White man going to go put on his Ku Klux Klan outfit. Black man going to go put on his Black Panther outfit. Both of these motherfuckers will come out, and they're going to want to rip each other's face off. Am I lying? You know I ain't fucking lying. Y'all know I'm telling the goddamn truth. Sports brings people together. It always has. It's been doing that for years. I just don't... I don't find it wise. I don't think it's smart for us to turn a blind eye away from a sports star or a political figure or, or any person for that matter that is in a position to not only inspire adults, shit, if you inspire adults, you certainly inspiring these adults' children. You understand what I'm saying? You don't remember the old uh, Gatorade commercials with Michael Jordan, and they was talking about like Mike. I want to be like Mike. You wonder why? They, they thought about making one of the commercials with Mike Tyson, and like six weeks later, he got caught up in a damn rape case. They made them commercials for Michael Jordan, and then they pulled him down not too long after the fact that they found his father dead. That's a whole nother story entirely. So, you know, we we put so much faith in these sports stars that it pulls us away from our good sense and our good sensibility. Okay? To the point where we'll let their fuck up slide. We'll judge a motherfucker. We'll judge a motherfucker next door to us that do some dirty shit. Like, do some illegal shit. Like, get caught putting trash in a dumpster behind a Chinese restaurant or some shit. We'll judge that motherfucker. But let Ray, Ray, let Joe Mixon beat a bitch ass, you know. And he didn't really beat a bitch ass. He popped a bitch once in the mouth and then walked out. You know, he didn't... He didn't run hands on this girl. He didn't bust this bitch up till the white meat showed. Shit. You ever seen them damn videos of what these little niggas doing with these girls in those goddamn schools? You seen that one when the little boy, that girl, that bright-skinned girl was sitting there getting in that boy's face and she was pushing him in his face and tell, call him all kind of bitches and everything else? Shit. Some of these fucking women get to the point where you, they, they will, people will push you to the point of wanting to beat their ass. But I still don't think a motherfucker who got pushed to that point should be sitting here making a million dollars a year. 
Which, on a side note, I don't think no motherfucker need to be making forty million goddamn dollars a year. Yes, I'm talking about Russell goddamn Westbrook. That's the stupid. I see why KD left now. I see why the Thunder ain't shit now because they sitting here worrying about paying one motherfucker two hundred and seventeen million dollars. Bitch, you can buy a championship for two hundred and seventeen. You could go buy the fucking starting lineup of the whole goddamn Golden State Warriors right fucking now for two hundred and seventeen million motherfucking dollars. But as I digress, I don't want to steer too far away. But I'm just saying, Thunder, that's fucking stupid to pay one motherfucker $217 million. That's dumb as hell. Don't do it. If you fucking do it, we know why y'all losers now. Don't ever ask me to believe in you. Shit. You gonna fuck up like that to the fucking loop. It's hard being a sports star nowadays, man. Look at somebody like J.J. White. J.J. White is the most clean-cuttest motherfucking superstar on the planet. You wouldn't believe how many times I had to come to this man's defense on this show. Simply because of the fact that this kid, who he's a kid, he has fun, he's enjoying life. But every time these motherfuckers, I had a nigga, I saw a nigga on the other day online talk about how this motherfucker is injury prone. J.J. Watt of the Houston Texans, formerly of the Wisconsin Badgers, three-time defensive MVP. How the fuck? You gonna sit here and throw this nigga under the bus, voted by his peers, top five, easy, best top five of a hundred best players in the end that fucking fail. And you want to sit here and call this nigga injury prone? People will sit here and take a shit on somebody like J.J. Watt, a kid that's just playing a sport and having a good time. But they always have to have some sort of con controversy around the stars. There's always got to be a controversy. Sometimes we can't ever just say, this motherfucker is amazing because another motherfucker going to sit there and say, why are you kissing this nigga's ass? And then a nigga like me going to sit there and say, fuck you, bitch. That motherfucker is amazing. What the fuck do you want me to do? Hmm. Should I lie and say the motherfucker ain't amazing? I ain't never been a fan of LeBron James and probably never will be. But that motherfucker is amazing. This nigga paid off one of his teammates' fines after getting ejected out of a fucking playoff game again. Let me explain how this shit happened. Apparently last year this nigga got into a fight and hit a nigga in the nuts in a playoff game and LeBron paid the motherfuckers fine. Last year, I don't know how much fine was last year, but this year the nigga got two technicals thrown out of the game and which meant he was going to be fined $6,500. LeBron said, all right, my nigga, I paid the $6,500 but don't do it again. The reason why LeBron is paying $6,500, because this nigga, the last two years, then got bought onto the team like the last week of the fucking season, which means this motherfucker may not make total for the whole time he playing a little under $10,000 goddamn dollars. And when I say little, I mean it was like $9,127 to be exact. If LeBron didn't cover that shit for that motherfucker, this shit that he doing would not be worth it. <laughs> Okay, I would not show up to a motherfucking job where I know my ass is only going to make less than $2,000 over a two-month fucking period. Bullshit. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not your guy. Because if I do show up, I ain't going to do the shit right. I'm going to fuck up more shit than more shit got to be fucked up, and that's the goddamn truth. Okay? 
I am not the nigga to hide for that bullshit. No, 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 no. Furthermore, I think anybody, y'all know me. I, you know, when it comes to employment, goddammit, you be worth it. You tell these people what you're worth and stop telling them what you think you're worth. Okay? A kid can let a child be told what they ought to be worth. You're an adult. You make your own fucking choice of what you fucking worth. I feel sorry for what happened to Dante Jones. I feel equally sorry for the embarrassment that the organization had to had to face because they had to come out and, and do their best to save face because it happened in their arena. We're talking about the Boston Red Sox, you know. Uh it's it's shitty, man. Because and and this shit is happening more and more. All over the country, it's happening more and more and more. We got more fucking idiots running around trying to start shit then we got people trying to bring us together to get us to work together and live together okay Stephen Colbert made good goddamn sense the other night by sitting there saying that Donald Trump is goddamn a cock holster for Vladimir Putin because if Vladimir Putin wanted to take down the United States by I don't know putting in a motherfucker that's going to make us divisive and make us go against each other instead of look towards the future and look towards doing better for our country. Right now, we so busy about fighting in the streets of Berkeley, California, then we are sitting down and working out a plan of what we need to do to be successful for all of our lives and all of our children's lives and their children's lives. Baby, I'm sitting here wanting to build gender motherfucking rations. I ain't sitting here bullshitting fucking around with you niggas on this pussy-ass shit about what y'all niggas want to argue about in the street today. What? How the fuck is that helping? I tell you, how many of y'all protest and change something? Huh? Huh? No, Jeff Sessions didn't get a goddamn dime to go after the, the, the states who currently have uh, medical marijuana laws on the books. He wants to, but he can't afford it. So he can't. Now, answer this question for me. They listen to what I just said. Jeff Sessions was denied money from the budget to go after states, not even not even to the point of policing them. No money to go after these states. If he ain't got no money to do his job, then how the fuck he can't do his job? So if you motherfuckers are so concerned about the shit that's going on in this world, how about we do this? All of the products that say a certain person by the name of Donald Trump, you know, that's his brand. Stop buying that shit. Stop buying that shit. Stop buying a complete, total shutdown. If you own goddamn stock in Trump, sell that shit back. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. You want to get rid of Donald Trump? You motherfuckers really want to get Trump out of office? Are y'all really tired of Donald Trump? If you're really tired of Donald Trump, you will find everybody that be spending money on this motherfucker's bullshit. Because I'm going to tell you right now, that nigga will walk immediately out of the fucking Oval Office and go back to his office if he realizes his business is losing money. You think I'm bullshit? Try me. That will truly show you motherfuckers how much he was really worried about making America great again. That's the reason why when I see him have supporters, I look at these people and all I can think to myself is, God damn, will we stop dropping babies on their head at young ages? 
Stop that shit. Catch that little motherfucker. Quit letting this nigga get young age concussions. These young age concussions is growing up and becoming Trump supporters. These cousin fuck, quit fucking your cousin. If you're going to fuck your cousin, wear a goddamn condom. Quit creating these fucking flipper babies that become fucking Trump supporters and then vote this crazy motherfucking office because these same motherfuckers is still standing out in the street with a sign saying, make America great again. The funny part about it is every motherfucking thing that the country is going through right now is still technically, as the books are saying, the laws that came from Obama. We are still living under the laws because the shit that Trump wanted to get done, don't nobody believe in. This nigga ain't been able to do shit for healthcare. This nigga ain't been able to do shit for the motherfucking budget. This motherfucker ain't been able to do shit about shit. He certainly ain't done shit about the opioid problem. This nigga number one priority was supposed to be white people. And he ain't even done shit for white people. Welcome to our world, white people. You are getting a glimpse of what the fuck black people went through and what we've been going through for years. The only difference is, as usual, this one of yours. And he ain't doing shit for you. Not a goddamn thing. Trump ain't doing shit before the people who making him money. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Take away the money and his ass will fall. You think I'm bullshitting, baby? Try me. Y'all know me. Try me. Stop giving that cock stop giving that cock holster money. And I'm willing to bet that motherfucker will go berserk and go back to the motherfucking Trump Tower and go protect his money. And as soon as they say, Donald, you can't be here. You're the president. That motherfucker will turn to whoever the fuck just said that and said, bitch, I quit. And turn back around and go back to his fucking business. You want to get rid of Donald Trump, there's the fucking formula. Kill Trump trials. Kill the business. Kill the organization. This motherfucker is making deals with Turkey simply because of the fact that he got a fucking hotel in Turkey. The same place where a fucking dictator, dater, a dictator is slowly coming into power. We have motherfuckers right now that if Trump wanted to be a dictator, they would follow him 110%. That scares the shit out of me. I'm not scared of Donald Trump. I'm scared of his supporters. I'm scared of the people who really think that this motherfucker gives a damn because them going to be the ones that's going to be standing next to us in the motherfucking internment camp still screaming, "Make he's making America great again and then throwing one of our dumb asses into some goddamn death pit somewhere. That same motherfucker going to be sitting there with that goddamn shirt on, big ass tattoo of 45 on his fucking back. Trump Tower tramp stamp right above his nasty ass. Supporting this trout mouth motherfucker. Tell me I'm wrong. Blind allegiance, blind faith. That's what won the election. Jared Kushner got one thing right, helping out Donald Trump. He told that motherfucker... If we if we run our campaign on blind faith, your ass will win. And guess what happened, folks? That's how that motherfucker won president president of the United States because he made a bunch of goddamn promises. He didn't say shit about how he was gonna get shit done. Not a motherfucking thing. That nigga didn't have a goddamn clue. I'm telling you now. Tr- I said this months ago. Trump. Don't want to fucking be president. The nigga proved it last Friday when the motherfucker said on that goddamn recording, and I quote, 
I thought this job was going to be easier. Bitch, is you out of your motherfucking mind? What the fuck you mean you thought it was going to be easier? This is the president of the motherfucking United States. Bitch, you are not flipping burgers at goddamn Carl's Jr. This is not that kind of party, sir. What the fuck you thought this was going to be? A blowjob fest? This nigga thought he was just going to walk into the Oval Office, get his dick sucked, and leave? What the fuck did he think? What was, what was on this nigga's mind? By the way, for them motherfuckers that think it's going to be easy to get Trump out, don't forget a motherfucker got away with getting his dick sucked in the Oval Office and nobody said shit. Well, a lot of motherfuckers said shit, but his ass still finished his job. To get rid of Trump, man, I don't know what the fuck y'all going to have to do to get that nigga in enough trouble because this motherfucker has literally, <laughs> this motherfucker been caught on tape saying, I will look at underage children, I will fuck my daughter, I will sexually harass women by grabbing them by their genitals. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And yet this motherfucker still became president. So I really don't know what this motherfucker can do to get kicked out of being the president. That's the scary part. That's the part that we need to be fucking worried about. Is what is it that we can do to get rid of this motherfucker? Because right now, I don't really know what we can do to get rid of this motherfucker. I'm, it, nigga, I'm still shell-shocked. I don't know what to say. Because he has clearly played all his cards. He didn't put his business out in the street. Everybody know his ass sucks. Bill O'Reilly sucks. But not everybody knew how bad he sucked. Then when they relaunched that video from a few years ago, when that motherfucker went on that tirade, when he was on fucking Inside Edition, and then everybody saw how much a really of a true asshole he was, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That's the same motherfucker that y'all been watching the last 20 fucking years on Fox still being that same overly overt asshole, and you motherfuckers was respecting it. Yeah, all of the fans that gave him all of the millions and the billions of the views of the motherfuckers who listened to the bullshit that Bill O'Reilly had to say, guess what? It's on you now, bitch. Folks don't like hearing that, though. You feel me? Folks don't like hearing that notion that they fuck up is what's got us to where we are. You know, you got more motherfuckers being more concerned about respecting their hatred and respecting their ideals than they are worried about doing what's best for us as a people, for us as a nation. Because if you really look at the tactics of and, and ideals of Donald Trump, he is only about advancing those who are close to him. I read somebody, I read some shit the other day about, and you can learn a lot about the status of, of just human nature in general by reading Facebook feeds, reading what people have to say. You got to iron through the bullshit ones, but the ones where it's an actual human beings, uh, people that are sitting here with an opinion and having a thought and an idea, they will sit here and say some of the craziest shit I've ever heard. I sat here and read a lady's uh, comments the other day in reference to, they said the average CEO makes uh, well, no, they were talking about, do you think a CEO deserves to make $32 million a year? And this woman said, yes, she has no problem with a CEO making $32 million a year because whatever it is that's got him in that position to be there, he must have earned it. <laughs> See, I wonder how bad white folks are under the illusion of fairy tales because I know better. He didn't earn that shit. 
You don't earn $32 million while paying another motherfucker $7 an hour. That shit don't go together. $12 an hour and $3, $4 million an hour. Them bitches can't even sit in the goddamn same restaurant. Okay? They don't go together. It boggles my mind when you got companies, you got people who run companies, run organizations, and one motherfucker don't even know that another motherfucker work in the same motherfucking place. To me, that I think shit just got too motherfucking big. If you can't even tell, if you can't tell if Donnie and Ricky, you see these motherfuckers at the grocery store, you don't even know these niggas work for you. They know you, you don't know them. Or you know them, or you don't know them motherfucking name. Hey, uh, 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 Johnny and Slim, what's up, motherfucker? You know, you don't even know the fuck you talking to. I'm sorry. I will not ever sit here and say that one person in an organization is there to make that much goddamn money for the benefit of helping other motherfuckers because if I'm not making anywhere near that motherfucker's money, it's not helping me. Bitch, I'll pay you three million if you pay me 300,000, then maybe, I don't know. We might be able to work something out. But if one motherfucker is making $32 million and another motherfucker is make, ain't even making $8 an hour, we got a motherfucking problem. And it bothers me when people believe that that's what's best. Okay? This belief of the bullshit. You understand what I'm saying? The belief of the bullshit. See, the belief of the bullshit is the reason why Alton Sterling will quite possibly never, his family will never have justice for his death. Sorry I stumbled over my words there for a minute, but this is a hell of a turn I'm about to take. Okay? I hit that curve a little too fast. <laughs> I swung that curve a little. <laughs> the, 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 the show kind of got away from it. But I'm, I'm back on because this is the big segment of the show that I want to hit. Our new segment, Let's Get Real. Because we about to get real for a real hard second. Extra real. With an extra dose of fire in this motherfucker. Are you ready? Let's go. Jeff Sessions, Attorney General, United States. Decides not to bring charges against the officers involved in the murder of Alton Sterling. Video showing Alton Sterling being shot and killed by police officers was not enough to deter the Department of Justice to bring charges against these officers. Okay? Okay? We got all that. Everybody understand? The state attorney general's office in Louisiana will be carrying the investigation and will be possibly bringing charges. Probably won't, but they, they, they are doing the investigation that the DOJ will not do. And they know that he will not do it because of Jeff Sessions. Sorry ass. The same motherfucker who we cracked on earlier because he can't go after weed because the fact of the matter is if he tried to go after weed right now, the nigga would have to pay for it. And I promise you that motherfucker ain't trying to pay for it. He's going to have to sit there, shut the fuck up, and let motherfuckers get high and mind our own fucking business. See, you know, Jeff Sessions, Opie Fife looking ass, you know, Opie Fife, part Don Knotts, part Aunt B, caught fucking in the shed, pissed out Jeff Sessions. Everybody caught up? Ugly motherfucker. Let go. It bothers me that we can sit here as taxpayers and not receive justice for a young man who was killed selling CDs.
not crack, not meth, not pills, not dope, not guns, not knives, not some shit he stole from the back of a goddamn gas station. This nigga wasn't selling pussy. He wasn't selling uh, 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 baby parts. This motherfucker was selling fucking compact discs. This nigga died for CDs. Dead fucking CDs. I ain't bought a CD in motherfucking five years. Okay? So I certainly don't see no motherfucking reason, excuse, understanding, or fathom of motherfucking notion that you gonna sit here and explain to me how a human life, we're gonna take color out of it, a human life, a human being, and and I think and I've said this before. I think when we start reporting on these news stories and we start reporting about these senseless acts of violence, everything has such a label. And as soon as you hear what that label is, it allows you to assess on how you are going to retrieve the information. But if you heard someone say that a human being was shot and killed by two other human beings in a position of authority, the, the human being who was hurt was unarmed and not committing an act of violence at the time, you're going to look at it a little differently. You're not going to say a six foot four, 300 pound black man, soon as, you know, six foot four, 300 pound black man, two white cops, well, then they ain't going to get the same affection. I got one for you. Say you got a Labrador, and a Labrador was attacked by two German shepherds, and the German shepherds killed the Labrador. Bet you your ass the German shepherd's going to get put to sleep. But the police that can do it to a black man won't shit happen to him. That's America that we living in right now, folks. This is the America that get police who do their jobs and who are good officers and who want to simply receive a paycheck for a hard day's work and go home and take care of their family and not fuck with nobody, get cussed out in the motherfucking streets. Because it's that same effect when a police officer comes and follows me and he sees me in a Lexus and he feels that he needs to pull out and try to pull me over, but I'm doing the goddamn speed limit. Okay? Go back and listen to Driving While Black. I'm serious. This is some real shit, folks. You want to know why people do the things that they do? You want to know why them pop cops got cussed out? This is why. This is why. Don't sit here and try to proclaim a motherfucker as being good simply because of the position that they are in. We are no longer looking at the content of motherfuckers' characters. All we're seeing is the motherfucking character. We got niggas right now that think Harry Potter can do motherfucking spells when in fact Harry Potter ain't shit. Daniel Radcliffe is a young man who played a fucking character. He read a script. This nigga is not Harry Potter. Okay? They say police officers are to protect and serve. That don't necessarily mean that that motherfucker's doing their job right. 
If everybody did their motherfucking job right, McDonald's wouldn't have a fucking revolving door of employees. We got motherfuckers who can't cook french fries, but yet that motherfucker can still go fill out a goddamn application to become a cop. Are you focused? Are you getting where I'm coming from, folks? I, I, I truly hope that y'all are catching a comprehension of where I'm going with this because the point of all of this is what I'm saying is real simple. And, and let me rephrase. I'm bringing this up not to just bring a, awareness towards um, Alton Sterling and kudos uh, to the state of Louisiana and to the Attorney General's Office in the state of Louisiana who are going to continue to investigate that case to, to hopefully bring some justice for this young man's family, for this terrible tragedy. But in the same breath and light, this same motherfucking DOJ ran by motherfucking Opie Fife. This big head motherfucker is sitting here <laughs> putting criminal charges against the woman for laughing during Jeff Sessions' uh, congressional hearing. <laughs> laughing. This bitch could quite possibly go to jail for laughing. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to make change? Here's how. We're taxpayers, right? Right? Those young men in that video, if them motherfuckers got jobs, they're taxpayers. Right, right, right. Between you and me, if you buy anything in the United fucking States of America, you're a goddamn taxpayer because if your motherfucking ass ain't buying something off a nigga off the street nine times out of ten, your ass is paying tax. So if your ass buy as much as a goddamn burger in this bitch, you're a taxpayer. So your opinion matters because taxes go to every motherfucking thing. Certainly if you got a goddamn cell phone. Cell phone users, y'all ought to be the number one motherfucking shit talkers to any goddamn police officer on the planet. Because you are the direct line of who pays them motherfuckers income. Simply put, if they are able to get any sort of damn all that, I don't even think the case should be going in the goddamn court in reference to this woman. And we as American citizens shouldn't sit here and provoke, basically sit here and pay for this shit. That's just, I'm, I'm, I'm being too proper about this. Fuck that. We shouldn't have to pay for some little lady who sat here and laughed at this goober-looking motherfucker. Uh, simp, you know, really? We got to really sit here and pay for a bitch to go to court with our United States government for laughing as a comedian? I assure you, I say this to you today, my friends, this is the stupidest motherfucking shit I have heard in years. That they sitting here going to waste taxpayer dollars about a bitch laughing. Fuck you. Fuck that bitch. Send that motherfucker home. We shouldn't be paying for this shit. We shouldn't even be talking about this shit. This shit is stupid. This is the absolute dumbest motherfucking thing on the planet. And I assure you, if you are a taxpaying citizen... You can do something about it by simply going to your phone, Googling your local uh, House of Representatives, Googling your local congressman office, calling that motherfucker and being straight up and down. Say, man, y'all voted that Opie 
fucking fife looking motherfucker in the office. Y'all need to deal with his mighty mouse ass and get that motherfucker in line because we shouldn't be having to pay for a bitch laughing. You listen to my goddamn show. I hope to have your last laughing the whole goddamn time. I'm hoping that you wiping shit off the floor laughing at my dumb ass. That's what I go for. That is my goal. Okay? That's what I'm here for. Pissing shit all over the place. That's what I'm here for. Okay? <laughs> Not in that order either. I don't give a damn. I want like snot running down your nose. Beer out your ears. I want the shit going nuts. That's what I go for when I do this goddamn thing. What? So you call these motherfucking congressmen, you call these fucking house representatives, you call these motherfuckers, you call everybody you fucking can and tell them Opie Fife has got to be stopped. He has got to be stopped. To be stopped. Stop him. I'm serious. Get rid of this motherfucker. Because we should not have to pay for a person laughing. That's all the lady was doing was laughing. Ha ha. Have you seen this motherfucker's face? I shit you not. Barney Fife, Aunt B, fucking in a goddamn garage. That's how Jeff Sessions got pissed out into the world. You're welcome. If you can't laugh at that motherfucking face, I don't know what the fuck. If you can keep from laughing at that motherfucker's face, I will give you a trophy because he's just a funny looking little motherfucker. He look like a little bastard that you ought to walk up to and this nigga be going through Benjamin Button syndrome where you pat him on his goddamn head. Get you out there, little fella, and send that cocksucker on the way some goddamn well. Shit. People like Jeff Sessions should not be in goddamn, you know, <laughs> Coretta Scott King wrote a letter back in 1986. And I'm not going to go into the details of the letter. I'm just going to give it straight up to you. She said that motherfucker sucks. You can't be more blunt than that. Everything about him sucks. From beginning to the middle to the end to the bottom of the motherfucker feet. Suck, 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 sucks on so many levels. That motherfucker is 5'2". He sucked on every motherfucking level. <laughs> when Coretta Scott King writes a letter of disdain against you, not only should his motherfucking ass be disqualified, but Whoever the motherfucker who dumb enough to hire this motherfucker should certainly be this goddamn qualified, which points it right to you. Yes, you, Agent Orange, him motherfucking self, Donald Jackoff Trump. So you, your daughter, your son-in-law, I really hope, folks, we figure out a way of actually getting rid of this motherfucker. And getting back to being in some sort of America standpoint, because right now we are so separated and hateful against each other, is driving me crazy. Like I said before, yesterday in Dallas, there was three incidents of terror, just fucking hatred and disdain between people. There was also an incident at my stepdaughter's college. That's where my baby go to school. Come on, man. 
No father, no mother, no one should ever have to listen to their children being anywhere near something that fucking crazy. Certainly not in a motherfucking college aspect where I'm paying these motherfuckers to protect and watch out for my damn kid. Hell, they don't watch these motherfucking children for free, nigga. We paying for that shit. When you be hearing about this shit going on at these college campuses and shit, especially the shit that happened and, and prayers go out for the kids who were, were hurt and families who were affected by the events at University of Texas... But you know, as a as a as a fucking fuck being a parent, fuck you, nigga. I am a goddamn payer of the bill of this motherfucker. Okay. And I want to make sure that my goddamn kid is protected from crazy shit. And I'm sorry, it's just too much crazy shit going on. I'm not saying that everybody can be everywhere to protect everything. But if we stop living this life of hatred and disgust and and just not loving each other anymore. That's our problem. We so busy trying to hurt each other that we ain't loving each other no more. The love has left the building, and I'm sorry, but I don't think it's that bad. I've never thought it was that bad for any of us to sit here and feel like we need to hate each other so much. And goddamn it, if it is that bad for you, then maybe you need to get with one of us niggas that it ain't that bad for, and we can teach you how to make your shit better. But don't sit here and just sit here and be hating people to hate people. It's motherfuckers out here. That's shit that happened in Berkeley. It's people hating people to hate people for no fucking reason. You just running out to be stupid because you think it's okay to be stupid. And motherfucker, I assure you, stupidity is not free. I keep telling you motherfuckers that. Being dumb comes with a motherfucking cost. Always remember that, children. Being stupid ain't free. It's not fucking free. It will never be fucking free. So stop being fucking stupid and be smarter in some of the ways you're doing shit. Goddamn, hating for nothing is still fucking hate all the same. Do something different. Be better. Alright? Segregating schools and shit. What's wrong with you niggas, man? <sighs> On that note, thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I hope and pray next fucking week <laughs> I have so much chipper conversation pieces. By the way, welcome to Sean Watson to the Houston Texans. I already gave you a shout out earlier, young man. It's probably be the last two you get until you prove yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> get your ass out on that fucking field and make us proud. And yes, I said us, because my daddy paid taxes on that fucking team. Fuck you. <laughs> Shit. Uh, quick shout outs to some people who done some likes on the Joe Moffat Show. Uh, Petted by Nature Podcast, uh, Talk is Cheap, PTO Unlimited Podcast, Reb Repost Podcast, Luana Anderson, Cayenne Pepper, Good Vibes Network, The Hippie Pixie, what's up, kiddo? Uh, Diane Budzinski, Gazer Spinner, Day Day, the dumbass name, I love you. Uh, the Crazy Town Podcast, Tiffany Bell, Patricia Ashmore, Glenn and Her Podcast, Frankie West, Talk It Out. All of you crazy motherfuckers, I love y'all. appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening and giving me all the plays and love and tenderness for the Joe Moffat Show. I do this because you guys want me to do this, so I will never stop doing this because I do this for my people. And on that note, peace and love. I hope you guys have another great, wonderful week. And I will catch y'all on the flip side. Peace and love. I'm out this motherfucker.